When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Uh, it's an exciting time for footy fans. Uh, there's a long way to go, of course, until the balls bounce and the four points are on the line, but... All the clubs are starting to come back now for their pre-season campaigns. They'll get their break the national before they kick into the new year, of course. The national draft's just around the corner. But it is a time to start getting your head around where we're at and how the squad's looking and who's on the track and who isn't. And you ridiculously start thinking about <laughs> round one already. Rob McCartney is the head of footy at the Hawthorne Footy Club and he's been good enough to join us. Hey, Rob, thanks for your time, mate. We appreciate you joining us. Um, how many did you have out there today? Did you have a restricted number turn up? Were you surprised by who was there? Set the scene for us at Hawthorne today. Yeah, thanks, Andy and Gazy. Um, yeah, we were we were excited by by the numbers we had. We've got thirty seven on our list as we head into the, the national draft, so a few to add in the in the next week. But um, of the thirty seven, we had thirty of of our players turn up for training today. Now, yeah. obviously. Um, it's only your first of 40 players that are required on on uh, on this training session. The older guys are, have actually got a couple of weeks if they want to 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 rest up and get ready. But um, you know what we saw today was a young group that was pretty excited about getting back and and doing what they love, and that's play the game for for the team they love, and that's the brown and gold. And, and great news, uh, Rob. And is it also the same with the coaching staff and all the the, uh, the the staff that support the players? Are they also there and required at this stage? Yeah, definitely, uh, Gazy. So our football department's um, outstanding in the in the work that they put in and, and prepare for for today. Um, so they've been back in for for a good month now, just getting ready for, for this day and making sure that our players get every chance they can in, in every minute that they're in the club to to get better and, and improve so that we can get better as a as a football team. And what does a, a session look like at this stage of the season? Are they actually out there <laughs> doing drills with the footy, working down strategy, or is it just about fitness and conditioning? Oh, I think there's a little bit of both. We're probably not big on, on game plan on day one, but... Um, I tell you what, uh, new new high performance manager in Peter Burge, uh, he had the players before they went out, and he was pretty clear that boys were going to train at intensity, and and um, you know every session there's a chance for us to get better. Um, so the boys were were left with with no un, stone unturned in terms of what they needed to go out and do today, and they worked hard. Although I must admit. Waverley turned on one of its better days. Oh, I would have been filthy out there tonight. Oh, terrible. Did you get yeah, any hailstorms out there, Rob? Was it was it that bad? We did. We got a little bit of hail, but um, it didn't deter the group. They uh, they stood firm and, <laughs> and accepted all conditions today. And I tell you what, it was all conditions. Well, <laughs> I wonder whether the former coach set a standard. We saw him one day down in Tassie in the shorts 
and the short sleeve when it was snowing down in Tasmania. I it was wonder. In Canberra, when, wasn't it? Was it Canberra? Yeah, I think it was, it was Canberra. 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 Yeah. Of course, it was. Yeah, so it, it was. Although I reckon Sam Mitchell might be in a bit better nick, so <laughs> right. he probably might look a little bit better. Rob, who wasn't? Who, who's behind the eight ball? How, how many have you got? Um, who you're kind of managing through the early stages, maybe up into the new year? Who? are on that wait-and-see kind of watch list for the early stages of 2023? Yeah, we've, we've, got, a, we've got a pretty healthy list, Mari, in the sense that... Um, so young Ned Reeves, uh, Warple and young Joshua Morris all had late-season shoulder injuries. Mm. So they went for some surgery uh, late in the year, didn't play the last couple of games. Um, so they're on a little bit of a modified program, but they've had really good rehabs over the break. So much so that, um, you know, they'll do all the conditioning work before Christmas. Just the contact work for them won't, won't happen until after the break. But the rest of our list is in, is in good order. And, and it couldn't have been uh, described any better with, with young Jack, um, young CJ, out on the training track this year on the first day. Last year, we had a number of players who had sort of limited pre-seasons. He was one of them. Um, he got up for round one and played some great footy early, but he didn't get the the continuity he needed through the season through a big preseason, he looks outstanding oh, at the great. moment. So, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to look forward to in terms of I think the the preseasons that a number of our players didn't get last year that they'll get this year. There's been uh, a considerable amount of experience leave the club in the off season, and we've seen uh, what's happened with Geelong in particular, and how I'm sure that you look at other clubs and see the way they go about it. Does What's happened with Geelong uh, over the last recent time and, of course, the way in which they, they won the flag, does it constantly rethink and challenge your ideas on how and which you're going to rebuild a team? I think, um, you know, any any club or organisation worth its salt is always reviewing and, and looking at what do we need to do to, to perform at our best, whether it's in footy or outside of footy in business. So... The review process and the analysis that takes place is is very thorough. Um, I think what you would say about Geelong, Gazy, and the difference between Geelong and Hawthorne at this point in time is that Geelong have always maintained that they've been in that window through mm-hmm. performance each season. Um, we just we just aren't in the same position as as what Geelong are at the moment or have been before they won that flag. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're acutely aware that we need to to build our talent up again so that we can get to enjoy the, the joys that Geelong had, mm. obviously, this season. But what Hawthorne's used to, Hawthorne's not a club that, you know, looks to, to sneak into the eight and, and maybe sneak one final win. They, they, like to, they like to win the whole lot, and we're not going to shy away from wanting to do that again. And, and we know to do that again, we have to make some, some tough decisions and we have to start to, to build the group that's ready to to make that climb again. Now, what we saw in 2022 was a group of young players who really did take the next step in their game. Mm. And, you know, you could you could reel off Lewis and, and Moore and, you know, Day's a good player, didn't get a good run. We yeah. know that he's going to be a player. Newcomb was, was outstanding. Um, you know, I've mentioned Jaff before, but you've still got Scrimshaw and Reeves and young Ward in yeah. his first year and McDonald as well. Like, so there's a group of players now now, we couldn't have made the decisions that we made at this year's trade table last year mm. because that, that group hadn't taken that next step. Mm. This group is now shown through consistent performances that they're ready to, to take a lot more responsibility of this, 
new mm. build towards new success. And um, so yep. yes, I can see what Geelong did, but yep. we, we just can't compare them. It's not apples with apples when we talk about Geelong and us. Yeah, no, I just interested more in the overall strategy where that might get you thinking. But uh, what about the, what's been going on at the board level? And uh, we've seen. It get a little bit uh, untidy, and also, you know, a legend like Chris Langford coming out and being fairly critical. Does does do you try to separate the players from that? Do do, do you communicate with them on those uh, external or oh, those administrative issues that the club's going through? Oh, look, I think the clear picture for for all staff, whether you're a player or a or a, a person employed as a staff member of of the club to help our players perform at their best. Um, when you get to periods of election, it doesn't matter, again, if it's in a football club or outside a football club, if you're an employed person of that company or organisation, you've got a, a job to do and that's perform your role in that, in, in that organisation. And when it becomes election time, you've got to remain neutral and that's what our players and our staff are doing at the moment. Yeah. We realise that there's a process to go through. Um, December 13, we'll, we'll have a board that we'll work with and, and I'm sure whatever that makeup of that board is, they'll be you know strongly aligned to building Hawthorne back into a position where not only play finals but win finals. And Rob, just quickly before we let you go, can I, the, the, the AFLW program probably exceeded external expectations to a pretty significant degree. How did you see their first season in the competition and, and what they've brought to the footy club? Is that the most wonderful thing that has happened at Hawthorne for a long time? Having a, uh, a an elite women's team, um, they are just a, a breath of fresh air in any football environment. We've just got to experience it in the last, well, five months. We had to get ready pretty quick, Mari. Um, and, and the group, they performed so well on that short lead-in. Um, won three games in a row, um, you know, showed that there's some young talent in, you know, Fleming and Wales and yeah. the like yeah. that are going to be damn good players. But you know what? The best part about it is how they changed our footy club for the better in having both men and women who are pursuing their dreams and goals and now all young boys and girls who barrack for the Hawks can say, I want to play in that team. That and right. the dream's alive. So, yeah, can't can't talk more highly of... of that being part of our club and, and how it will absolutely make us better. That's great. Good stuff, mate. Uh, we'll touch base right through, across the, uh, the the preseason, of course. Uh, we appreciate you joining us this afternoon for a chat, Rob. Thanks for your time. Good on you, Andy. Good on you, guys. Rob Thanks, Carney, Rob. Good head luck, of footy at the Hawthorne Football Club. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.